The Hawaii Sports Radio Network on 95.1 FM and AM 760 presents Wake Up in the Den with Kuwale Agbayani. Good morning, beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den. Kuwale Agbayani with a special guest in the house, Dominic Drury. University of Hawaii Men's Basketball Director of Basketball Operations. Good morning, Dom. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Are you excited to be here? Very excited. I I know you said you were a little nervous, but it's okay. We're going to have a lot of fun on the show. Uh, Coming up, we're definitely going to talk basketball, but I wanted to invite you on so a lot of our, you know, just our listeners and fans out there can kind of get to know a little bit about you and what goes on behind the scenes in the program. Uh, None of the secrets. Don't worry. I won't put you on the spot because I know some things are better left unsaid, but just what day to day is like uh, for the University of Hawaii men's basketball team, especially right now with the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic and just a lot going on, getting ready for conference play. Um, And then, yes, we'll talk a little. It is Friday. So I do need to talk a little NFL. Also, the NBA Christmas games are coming up. But, you know, we're all going to be busy because the Rainbow Warriors are going to be in the championship game on Sunday. So that, that, that's that, the plan. That part is is blocked out just a little bit. So as I told you, I made my slide. That was smooth, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, Yeah. First things first, man. Like, tell everyone just originally, you know, like where you're from and maybe some childhood memories, maybe what originally got you into basketball. Yeah. Um, I grew up in San Francisco, Bay Area, Hayward, California. So it's small, not very small, but a city outside of Oakland. Um, I didn't really get into basketball much until high school. Um, oh. So I'm not the typical um, former player that grew up playing basketball. I actually grew up playing baseball. Really? And um, played baseball until high school and then um, went to this very competitive, um, athletic known, athletically known high school called uh, Bishop O'Dowd in Oakland. And they had like a nationally ranked basketball program. And mm-hmm. so um, I kind of started out as um, working for the team a little bit, working for the athletic department, um, doing small things here and there. And then basketball kind of um, took a front seat and I was, you know, really hands-on with the program, pretty much a, a manager um, as I got to be later at St. Mary's, but um, started there and um, did four years at in high school working basketball and um kind of took off from there but childhood memories growing up um i don't know that's a t- <laughs> good question sport related or just in general or just in general you know or maybe something um that stands out from where you're originally from right just in case anybody just doesn't know anything much about hayward area at all yeah um well one of my childhood memories i guess is from a you know big city um with a lot of people around. So not many people that I grew up with did this kind of thing, but my dad grew up hunting. Oh, and cool. so um, every October we would take a drive, just me and him to Montana and I would take a whole month off school and oh, lucky. Uh, <laughs> go. so I'd be kind of like homeschooled for that month. Um, so I did that probably between like four to 14 all the way to high wow. school um, every single October. And then I would go up to Montana with them and, so I kind of had like a second home in Montana that um, we always went up to every year. So that was that's a memory that 
at the time didn't realize how special it would be, but mm-hmm. I haven't been able to do it since freshman year of high school. Um, I haven't been back up there. So, wow, what did you guys hunt? Um, he would hunt deer, and there would be we go like uh, pheasant hunting all the time. Um, that, that those were the main two. But you got to go out here then. Yeah. Go hunt for some pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, whoa, Dom, I did it. not know this about you. Or you have to come with me to the big island. Yeah. Because a lot of my cousins up there go hunting. and I heard um, Molokai has a lot of deer, too, mm-hmm. um, that are kind of like out of control. My dad has brought that up a few times, so I'm not sure how that would ever work out. But, um, but yeah, so that's probably one of my big shows best childhood memories that's crazy i've known you for a few years now and i had no idea about that i'm gonna keep that in mind i'm gonna keep like maybe when it comes obviously not anytime soon but during the off season or the summer or something and see if we can go out with some of my cousins or friends that's crazy i can't even imagine what it's been so long since i've you know kind of been out and done it but um yeah it was a lot of fun growing up are you still in the hunting shape though if anyone's ever been hunting you know it's a lot of just walking and I'm sure Sticking I could. It out. Uh, I'm sure I could handle it. Uh, well, in terms of actually hunting, it's probably like riding a bike a little bit, but yeah, um, wouldn't take long to get back into it. Wow, that's crazy! I can't believe I, the show just started, and I already like learned something <laughs> new about you. I didn't think that was gonna happen. I mean, I I knew I was gonna learn something new. I just didn't think it would be like right off the bat that you were a hunter for what, what did you say four to 14 for 10 years oh my gosh all right so fast forward only so slightly what made you choose saint mary's to pursue your education um it was a i went to a small private catholic high school um and saint mary's was in the area i didn't want to move away from home my whole family's in the bay area and so going St. Mary's just kind of made the most sense. It was mm-hmm. the first school I got into. Um, one of my, I had some family members that went to St. Mary's. Um, and yeah, so once I got that offer um, or accepted into the school, I kind of immediately reached out to some of the basketball staff and um, knew I had a route um, opportunity there. So that kind of made it even easier. And so probably by... December of my senior year, I was already already knew I was going there. Oh, and then pretty much we're on the basketball, well, on the team as a manager. Yeah, from from that summer going into my freshman year, I started working. Uh, every college basketball team usually has some some type of summer camps for the cakey, mm-hmm. and um, so right away I was, you know, and just jumping into summer camps um, going into my freshman year there with like the you know the young four or five year olds. Um, Almost more babysitting than you know, babysitting <laughs> with a little bit of basketball. and That's what I always tell everyone when the kids camps for the UH or HPU, when they have these kids camps. I, Alan always laughs at me, but see, at least you said it best. I always say like that's the best bang for your buck in terms of like babysitters and daycare. Yeah. And it's active. They have fun. But it's relatively the cost of like childcare these days. It's relatively inexpensive. Like For it's sure. borderline cheap to go to these camps. But, you know, you guys are great with the kids and you enjoy it. And hopefully it helps the keiki that maybe aren't familiar with the sport in general. Then they become fans eventually. So. Yeah. And they get to be around the players and, you know, who could be mentors to a lot of those kids, too. And they will look up to them, especially here in Hawaii. So, um, yeah, no, the, the camps are great. And at U8, so we just keep growing them each and every year. So it's see 
There you go, people. You heard it here first. (laughs) Or maybe not, but you heard it here. All right. So something else, though, I learned about Dom like uh, just a few days ago, which is how this whole thing kind of started for (laughs) inviting him. Well, I think I invited you on the show first and then you dropped another bomb that I had no idea that at St. Mary's you used to have your own radio show. Yeah. Tell us a little bit about that. Like what even like... How did it start? Tell us a little bit about your co-host at the time and, yeah, how much fun you guys used to have. So one of my best friends in college, um, his name was Tyler, but we grew up, we uh, had lived in the same dorm together, um, I think freshman and sophomore year of college. And then we just, you know, we were always close. Um, I think he originally brought up the idea. He's like, I want to do this. Um, radio show like at St. Mary's we had our own radio station like Mm -hmm. um, similar to what we're in here but uh, he was like yeah let's do a radio show it's one hour every week um, and we go on there and talk sports and um, I was hesitant but he was a lot of fun I was like yeah let's let's try it and then (laughs) we went on there um, for the first time and we just loved it like because some of the conversations would just go completely different directions and (laughs) Um, we would just talk sports, mainly St. Mary's basketball, but all St. Mary's sports and NBA and football. And um, it was just a lot of fun. So we did that for two years, I think. And wow. um, yeah, it was it was it was awesome. So you're saying you're going to have your own radio show on this station? Potentially. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> um, and then we created like a Twitter account. And we would invite our best some of our best friends on as like, you know, to come on and talk with us and um when we graduated college, you know, that kind of ended the the show, but it was good memories. Yeah, that would be that would be kind of fun. I didn't think of it that way where you can just invite your friends and people just, yeah, you just talk story. And I think we were on like Monday nights or something like that. And um, so all of our friends would come into the station. They'd be studying and then we'd just be talking on there. And, and then they would come in and say some things and go back out. And um, <laughs> Jesse, my wife, would come and just hang out and listen and laugh and uh, so it was, it was great. <laughs> I can't imagine just a bunch of college kids like talking about all kinds of random stuff. Um, you mentioned Jesse, and yes, you were newlyweds. Congratulations again. We were part of the beautiful wedding, and about it, four months. Yes, a over woo. Four months. how has the? Well, actually, before we get into that, how did you guys? I mean, you did meet at St. Mary's, but tell us the beautiful beginning of the love story. <laughs> Yes, we met um, at St. Mary's. I was pretty lucky. I was just finishing my uh, sophomore freshman year, and she was going into her senior year. So I thought that was pretty cool. <laughs> um, St. Mary's is a very small town in the Bay Area, um, and during the summertime, there is nobody there. It's completely empty. And she was um, staying to um, find some internships and, and work during going into her senior year, and I was there for basketball. And so we actually met at um, her roommate's house, who I, I knew her roommate um, through work. And so I was just going over there one night. I was pretty bored, nothing to do on a Friday night. Um, and so I went over there, and she came home for work, and, and that's where we, we first met at her house. And I think I got her Snapchat that night. And then, <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Do people still use Snapchat? I don't know anymore. I don't <laughs> use it. But back then, it was very popular. Yeah. Um, so that was in the summer of 2015. And then... Um, yeah, so got to know her, and then so that was probably like um, May or June, and then by um, August we started dating officially. So, and then now seven years later, we got married on our seven-year dating anniversary, August thirteenth. 
And then how was the proposal? Oh, it was good. I did it at Lonnie Kai, um, our favorite beach. And I was, it was our, our proposal was on our six year um, dating anniversary. So I was like trying to play it off. I was like, hey, let's go take some professional photos because we've never gotten those done before for our six year dating anniversary. And um, she was all excited. So I hired, hired one of my friends um, and he came out and like, just, she had no idea that it was coming. Um, and then we decided, <laughs> well, that's the best part. I mean, like if she knew, then she just kind of. <laughs> yeah. She just thought we were taking photos because all of our friends kind of were doing that. Our friends with kids, especially like, mm. um, so we just thought it'd be a fun little thing. And um, then I got down on the knee and proposed right as sun was kind of coming up at Lonnie Kai. Awesome. All right. Well, when we come out, I got to step aside real quick. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about how the, you know, the last four months have been of marital bliss and also ask you about just, yeah, what everyday life is like now at the University of Hawaii men's basketball program and what your everyday job is as a director of ops and one of the youngest, probably, would you say you're close to being the youngest in the country in division one um not not anymore um, okay because i've had it i've had the job been fortunate to have the job now for you know a year and a half or so mm-hmm. so i've probably been passed over by a few but at the uh, time you were um probably probably <laughs> <laughs> okay well we'll talk a little bit about that and of course what uh, brought you over here to the university of hawaii all of that more next on wake up in the den Wake up in the den with Kuule Agbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to Wake Up in the Den, Kuule Agbayani, and joined on this eve of Christmas Eve by the University of Hawaii men's basketball director of ops, Dominic Drury. Again, mahalo for joining us. And taking some time out. I know you have a game. You got, had the game last night while we were both there at the Simplify Arena at Stan Sheriff Center. But I mean, I'm just go as a fan. So, you know, I get to go enjoy the game. You guys have to actually your work continues after coaching the game and then preparing for tonight's game as well. But I mean, first, we were talking before the break a little bit about meeting your wife and being newly wedged, just married for four months. So oh, tell us about how the wedding bliss and marriage bliss has been going <laughs> it was great um it's been great we had a we went um fortunate enough to get out of the office for a week and go to maui um and yeah it's been not much has changed to be honest because we've lived together for two years and have been dating for a pretty long time now over seven so um but yeah the got her name changed um to my last name which was fun and <laughs> um you know, just going through all the wedding um, cards and um, all the love from family and friends that we got was a lot of fun. And we got all of our pictures and the video. And so watching over that, it's been great. Yeah, awesome. All right. So going back again to St. Mary's, you have your degree in kinesiology and then fast forward a little bit. And what made you come out here to the University of Hawaii? So when I was at St. Mary's as a manager, I knew um, pretty much, you know, after the first year or two that I wanted to be I knew the next route for me was to be a graduate assistant. Um, essentially, that allows I get to come to grad school mm-hmm. on a full scholarship somewhere, and and work for the team. Kind of just next the next level position. <clears throat> sorry, position from a manager. Um, so I wanted to do that. Didn't know where I wanted 
to do it. Um, and Coach Gannott used to coach at St. Mary's. So my freshman year at St. Mary's was 2014. Um, he was still on that staff as the associate head coach. So I got to know him. Actually, my first – it's always kind of funny. My first um, duty as a manager, as a freshman, was picking him up from the airport. Oh. <laughs> um, I haven't even met him before. And so he was – yeah, I just got you know hired, you could say, um, as a manager at St. Mary's. And they were like, can you go pick up one of our coaches from the airport? He lands you know, in a couple hours. I was like, yeah, no problem. So I go um, drive all the way to Oakland Airport and pick him up and, and meet him for the first time and um, take him back to his apartment. And then I had no idea this was coming. He like handed me 50 bucks and um, for picking him up, which was, which was awesome. So we were off to a good start from there. <laughs> um, and then fast forward four years later, um, he's the head coach at Hawaii for a few years already and um, has had great success. And I was looking for a spot to be a GA and what's a better um, – Spot than to come out to Hawaii. At that point, I was kind of ready to, um, you know, move away from home. I thought it would it'd be a good change for mm-hmm. me. And, um, so coming out to the islands and being with coach and it all just kind of made sense. And so um, it was a great, smooth transition out here. Oh, okay. I was just about to ask, what was like maybe the biggest thing to get used to or adjustment to make being out here in Hawaii, which is very different from anywhere in California, maybe similar to maybe somewhere like San Diego, but for the most part, it's quite the change. Yeah, it was a bit, it was a change. Um, I mean, and just in terms of like the culture in the area was definitely a change for me. Like I came from, uh, you know, the Bay Area where everything's just so fast paced and moving and, um, I realized quickly that the relationships are very important here, and um, which has been amazing. So I, I struggled with that at first, and then all you know, I picked over the years. I've uh, been able to build relationships with everybody, and not, it's not not all about work. It's about you know building the relationships and treating people um, nice and great, mm-hmm. and, um, and then work from there. But so that was that was. Um, something that was just different than the Bay Area and college basketball in general is everything is so like fast paced and asking and um, that's, it's all just professional and work, but here it's um, a little different. Yeah. And which has its good and it's bad sometimes, but yeah, for the most part, that's that was the biggest adjustment and I can only imagine. That would be like, if I were to ever move, yeah, to the mainland full time, I'd be like, what's going on? <laughs> Well, usually I remember I'd always think like, why is everyone so mean? (laughs) Why don't people just like smile and say hi to each other? Like as strangers, you know, that's kind of like what we do here. We talk story with someone in like we our studio is next door to Richie's drive in. And I don't know how many times I just talk to like customers in line. Just that's just how it is over here. Yeah. Um, What has been or obviously what is like how was the adjustment to the food? Here. <laughs> well, I'm a foodie for okay. sure. Um, so I will eat anything. Awesome. And so that was kind of coming here. The food is incredible. <laughs> um, but like I said, I'm a foodie, so I'm not shy My um, or picky. My wife is very picky, so she ha- sometimes will have have some trouble with the food here. But um, no, I love the little pork is my favorite and poke is my favorite and um, always has been. But coming here, it's just even a new level. So mm-hmm. um I don't know if I've asked you this, like, just in our regular discussions. Have you ever tried, like, just your basic, like, Hawaiian food? Like, lao lao, oh, yeah. squid luau. Did you try squid luau? Squid luau is always the, the hit or miss with people. They're like, mm, 
just because it. I will definitely try it though. Um, right. I won't mind trying it, but I'm sure I'll like it. <laughs> I'm gonna hold you to that then, because <laughs> I'm a, you, you know, you know, Mike and I we're we're huge foodies too, and we love to eat all over the place. So I don't think he really eats squid luau though, but it, it's it's good. I can eat it like all day, every day. All right, getting back on track um, to basketball, and you were the the GA to from 2018 to 19, and then assistant director of ops from 2019 to 2021, and then promoted to the the main guy, <laughs> the director of ops uh, in 2021. And and we kind of talked about it before the or in the previous segment about just being really young and. Um, how that's really rare in that type of position. So how has that kind of been for you um, taking over as, yeah, the main guy? Um, it's been great. I, you know, I'm fortunate enough to have spent, what, four years um, here prior to getting that position. So, um, you know, I kind of knew the lay of the land already. I knew um, the expectations. And then um, Jesse Nakanishi, who, you know, was the director of ops um, above me, did an, an amazing job at, um, you know, teaching me and be, having me be prepared for the position when um, it became available. So um, he's a mentor to me, but he he got me ready. Um, and like I said, being here for four years already, I think if I would have just came straight from the mainland into the position, my head would have been spinning. Um, <laughs> but it kind of was. There's definitely still things to learn that I didn't even think about. Like I was like, oh, yeah, I, I know everything. And then... Um, you know, once I actually got the position, I was there was still a ton of new things that I had to learn and, and get used to. But yeah. So what is your typical in season day like? I mean, I know things change just like any job. It change things change every day, but maybe some of the few things that you you regular regularly do on a day to day basis for being the director of ops. Yeah, so you know, my my main responsibility is just to make sure that um, as a program that we're organized and um, everyone knows what's going on, players, coaches, support staff, you know, uh, athletic training and strength and make sure everyone's on the same page with what we're doing. Um, and so I probably every, the every day is always, you know, the, the team schedule that day, the, the food that day, the making sure we're, you know, compliance is a big one, making sure we're kind of within our, um, all the many, many, many rules that mm-hmm. um, we're, we're forced to follow. And um, right now is more of a, we're going into Big West play. And so we start traveling in a week and a half or so. And then you're traveling every other week. So I'm kind of already ahead, like on trips coming up on getting those prepared. So every day I'm always, this time of year, doing a little bit of travel each day and um, making sure we're organized there. But there's a lot of day-to-day, and the great thing about the job is every day is a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, today's a game day, so, you know, we're focused on the game today, and tomorrow will be an off day, and we'll, we'll practice, and I'll do a lot of other administrative work tomorrow. And um, Christmas Day, we're back to a game, and so every game's different, too, and um, how we prepare for it and what time it's at and all that stuff. And during a tournament, it's kind of on the fly. Like this Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. <laughs> like, all right, we're just good. Which I, I kind of joked about it before we started the show that you wanted to, you got, you know, you guys wanted to give us a little bit of a scare last night with that game. 
<laughs> we thought like Woo, we're smooth, smooth sailing all right we're into the next round gonna play washington state all right and then it got a little you know our okoles clenched a little bit at the end of the game <laughs> like what's going on here Got a little crazy, but it's okay. A win is a win, and we're moving on to the next one in Washington State. But uh, before we talk a little bit about basketball in general, um, what are I'm going to put you on the spot a little bit. Um, so Uh-oh. who? <laughs> what are are there any funny stories that you're allowed to share with us about your head coach Ron Ganat? Ooh, funny stories. <laughs> That's a good one. I might have to think on it during the show and maybe come back to it. But okay. Okay. Um, well, okay. We'll take a break, and then you'll think about it, and then you'll tell us a funny story about head coach Aranganat that you're allowed to share because I'm sure there's stuff, but we don't know what he wants everyone to know about. Uh, so we'll talk about that next and more as we are joined by University of Hawaii men's basketball director of operations Dominic Drury when we come back on Wake Up in the Den. You're listening to Wake Up in the Den with Kuule Agbayani on the all-new Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to all of you, the beautifulest of all the beautiful people. It's Wake Up in the Den, Kuule Agbayani joined on this eve of Christmas Eve by University of Hawaii Men's Basketball Director of Operations, Dominic Drury, and we put him on the spot, which we his face was so excited about, <laughs> asking him to share a funny or interesting story about head coach Iran Ganat, since you're with the guy pretty much all day, every day. Yes. Um, oh, so hopefully, I don't think I'll get in trouble for this. Um, <laughs> the... A funny story is, um, and it's a repetitive um, occurrence, I guess, is after every, we travel all day, um, you know, we'll take our flight when we're going on a road trip and we'll get to our hotel. um, Everyone grabs their bags. I'm I'm doing check-in and and coach comes in with, um, he gets all the bags off the bus with the guys and we all come in and talk and um, his speeches that he gives to the team you know, we travel a lot, so this is every when we get to every hotel. So you know, fifteen times a year probably mm-hmm. um, are always the exact same, <laughs> um, the same the same things um, that he says. And so, the guys have picked up on um, this a little bit, and so they will start talking um, for him in the, <laughs> in the, when we get to these huddles. So um, you know, he'll he'll always look down when we get to get into the hotel lobby. He'll always look down at his watch and get the exact time. So if it's you know, 8.36, um, he'll say, it's 8.36, we traveled great, um, get off your feet, and the guys um, kind of say it with him all at the same time now because <laughs> they know they know what's coming. So Zor, uh, Zor Ned does a great um, interpretation, is that yeah. the right word? Impression. Impression. Mm-hmm. Um, impression of it, which if you attended the tip-off event last um, couple months ago, yeah. you, you would have heard, so... I think that's a that's a good funny story. That's um, even even after that, you know, we traveled to UNLV and it, the same same routine. <laughs> He's a very routine um, guy. Uh, is there any of the coaches or the the GAs, the new ones, who is kind of like, you know, because you have you need someone that's a little more of the comedy funny obviously you take your positions very very seriously but every now and then you're allowed to just have a little fun so who is kind of like the the fun and maybe the 
the comedian in the coaching staff? I would say that that's Brad. Uh, oh. Brad Davidson, the Australian. He has a he has a really funny sense of humor, mm-hmm. and um, the guys and the staff picks up on that. So he'll he'll make some jokes sometimes. Um, sometimes he'll be in the middle of coaching, and like something super serious, and then all of a sudden he'll like crack a joke right at the end, um, <laughs> and just make everyone crack up and kind of loosens the mood a little bit. So he'll go from yelling to making a joke, and it's. Um, it's pretty funny sometimes. And then it just adds because he has the strong, like, Australian, strong accent. Australian accent. Yeah. <laughs> we need to have him on the show one day, too. I think he said he's come on. Even Coach Gannat said he would come on, mainly to talk about sports cards. So that's a fun fact. I think I've mentioned it before, but people that listen to the show know that I am very much into sports cards. And it was kind of the surprise when we found out that Aron Gannat. very big into sports cards. He loves sports cards to the point where he even said he might come with us to the big national convention next summer. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's pretty funny. Um, how has it been also having a another former um, player slash coach at St. Mary's now coming over to the University of Hawaii for his first tenure here in Rob Jones? Oh, it's been awesome. Him and his wife, Nicole, and uh, daughter, Sky, we worked together. Rob was actually, this is a fun story, um, kind of my, my wingman when I was trying to um, start dating my wife, Jessie. And so <laughs> he was the first um, person that I kind of introduced her to and we kind of hung out um, together for a night. And she thought Rob, because um, Rob was playing at St. Mary's back when she was in high school and watching. And oh. she thought Rob was very, which he is, uh, very impressive and uh, <laughs> really good basketball player. So um, it was pretty cool having Rob there. And But anyway, so Rob... Um, came to the wedding and I actually knew at the wedding that he was um, going to be hired and coming to Hawaii but that was kind of a, at the time couldn't say it it's been great though even I, I had to keep my, my lips closed <laughs> I'm like dang it okay I can't say any of the secrets <laughs> but having another St. Mary's um, you know guy he's a St. Mary's grad and I'm a St. Mary's grad it's been great having him on staff we came from the same place so we, we were on the same uh, we are I guess minds work pretty similar, too, mm-hmm. in, in terms of basketball and work. And um, so, yeah, it's been awesome having him. He's a great friend. And um, we're, in, we're going up against um, tonight Kyle Smith, who used to coach at St. Mary's. Oh. And then um, one of the assistant coaches, Wayne Hunter, on Washington State, played with Rob at St. Mary's as well. So they have a lot of St. Mary's ties tonight. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And we kind of joked about it before the broadcast. Um, one of the, you know, one of the commentators on the broadcast on the other station, Derek Lowe, played at Washington State. Yep. So there's like a lot of interconnection with t- tonight's game, which is going to be exciting. Our graduate assistant, um, Alex Yano, um, was a manager at Washington That's State. That's right. That's and so there's a lot of. Um, little ties to tonight's game, which is going to make it a lot of fun and, and pretty interesting. The winner will have bragging rights for sure. Yeah. And and by the way, of course, it's Friday night. So you guys know where I'll be. Uh, game time is at seven. Well, seven ish, because it usually will determine on probably what, start a little later. Yeah. Like I think yesterday's game was scheduled for six and it started what like 620 ish or yeah, something a little la- later. But yeah, it'll be fun. And hopefully people can make it down to the earlier games as well as we were watching the end of the Washington State-George Washington game that came before 
your yeah, the game against Pepperdine, ending. and I, was, I tweeted about him like, wow, if this is any indication of you know the start of session two at the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic, then we're going to have a treat tonight. Uh, An interesting story about Coach Cannot that I think about it is um, Kyle Smith. He was the associate head coach when um, Coach Cannot was just a volunteer at St. Mary's, and so um, Coach Smith let Iran sleep on his floor slash couch. Um, in Moraga at St. Mary's when, you know, he wasn't making any money and he needed a place to live. And um, so those guys are very close. Um, and so them going up against each other tonight will be a first, but also it'll be really interesting. Oh. Um, but yeah, so when Coach was, he volunteered um, for at least one year um, when he was trying to come up in the college basketball coaching, um, you know, level. And mm-hmm. um, so, yeah, that's that's uh, awesome. going up against look, I know. Look where they are now. This both head coaches. See, so there you go, you guys. You'll, you'll you know all these little backstories and just the relation between the two teams in the University of Hawaii and Washington State playing tonight at seven, and the winner goes on to play in the championship game, which you know we're hoping for. I think it's, it'll still be a relatively evenly matched game. And that's where we'll be on Sunday, on Christmas Day, our Christmas tradition. I always talk about on the show how I was really bummed that Christmas got canceled last year. So yeah. <laughs> at least we have it back um, this year. And, you know, we talk about Coach Gannat really coming up in the coaching rankings and um, learning everything. How has it been like for you, you know, watching some of the players improve? Like I always talk about one of my favorite players is Beyond Riley because he's just kind of like the worker, you know, obviously not on the, the basketball talent level and shooting as like our Noel Coleman and how Kamaka Hepa has really found himself as well. And even even Jovan McClanahan, like they're really, they're studs and Samuta. Yeah. But Beyond has just been like so, such a solid player and just, he just always gives like 110 percent and he's he's always gets like the gold star every game to me but yeah how is how is it like watching some of these guys and just their improvements throughout the years it's great um beyond in particular has been obviously has been um a huge difference maker in this year's team and he's probably one that um might be a surprise to some people but it's not a surprise to us you know watching him every day and how hard he works and he's gone through some injuries um in the past couple of years that may have held him back a little bit and now he he had a full healthy off season and um you know preseason going into the where we're at now so he's just been he's been great um and watching his progression over the years has been awesome and when we lost um jerome last year we mm-hmm. we lost a big toughness you know strong um part of our team that is hard to replace and so you know I think Jerome reminded people a lot of Zygmar's Rymo um Jerome's a much better shooter than Zygmar's but um and but that's you know when we lost Zygmar's you know Jerome kind of filled that that slot and then you lost Jerome and who's gonna who's gonna step up and fill that and so it's been I think it's been beyond at this stage so far yeah me too see I also (laughs) she's just been my favorite and he I think too it doesn't help that like or it helps that he has kind of like that baby face too. So you just always want to cheer for him. Yeah, he's fun to cheer for. I mean, he does all the all the little things that help us win. So um, it's been great. And we're going to need him tonight, I'm sure, against a very strong and athletic 
um, Washington State team. Yeah, and Washington State, from the little bit of the game that I watched yesterday, they have their big, which reminds me of you know the potential that someone like our bigs, like a Bernardo or a Morset, could hopefully yeah. become one day once they get that type of confidence because they're built essentially the same way. You know, our players maybe could fill out a little bit, but just how much confidence and shoot his name escapes me at the moment but number 33 um, I think right? yeah but he just has this certain confidence because he's has that height and everything that our players have but it's like if we can get to that level I mean yeah that's just an like an added weapon that we'll have I think you see more sec a lot in his um his game at Washington State we were talking about it yesterday like you know that that's gonna be more one day yeah um, and so we're very excited for where more can be he's just such a young um freshman he's learning a lot and he's already gotten so much better so um but yeah no he's that he's gonna be um you know one of our key guys that we're gonna have to guard tonight and um he's very skilled very very good player 35 35 Mohammed guy yeah they're forward and he scored 21 points yesterday so he and like I said just his confidence but when I look at him yeah I just think of Morsec Bernardo and We'll just get there. And Morsec hasn't really even been playing basketball in general for that long. So. No, he's only been playing for four years. And so, um, you know, doing, trying to be where he's at and um, already in the four years. He also had to learn English in those four years as well. So, um, you know, trying to learn a new language and um, go to high school and, and learn basketball all at the same time is not easy. So he's he's very impressive. I'm going to be excited. All right. Well, again, big game happening tonight. That's where we'll be, <laughs> obviously. Uh, Washington State and Hawaii tip-off time is scheduled for 7 p.m., but it'll be somewhere around there <laughs> that we anticipate. All right. When we come back, we'll wrap things up and ask you a little bit about maybe some other sports. Well, you said you're a baseball guy, so talk a little bit of maybe other sports that you like here Sounds as great. we are joined by University of Hawaii Men's Basketball Director of Ops, Dominic Drury, when we come back on Wake Up in the Den. Back to more Wake Up in the Den with Kukule Agbayani on the Hawaii Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Welcome back to Wake Up in the Den, Kukule Agbayani and University of Hawaii Men's Basketball Director of Operations, Dominic Drury, having some fun today on the eve of Christmas Eve. Hope you guys are having a good day as well. Dom, have you finished all of your Christmas shopping? No, I haven't started. Um, <laughs> I, I guess you have a pretty good excuse, though. <laughs> um, yeah, I need to find some time. Maybe today, you know, after our walkthrough and before the game, I might be able to escape and get a couple of things. My wife hopefully doesn't kill me. <laughs> on Sunday. So, um, yeah, definitely need to do some shopping still. Well, or tomorrow. I mean, tomorrow is technically the off day. Yes, maybe so. tomorrow. We will definitely be practicing tomorrow and, and getting ready for Sunday, but there might be some times I can, I can sneak out. <laughs> it's okay. I didn't finish, like, barely any of mine either, so... I'll I'm, I'm right there with I'm you. I'm going to work and then head straight to Almoana. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening right now. <laughs> Jesse, you're not listening to anything. <laughs> By the way, if you did miss any part of this episode, you can catch it online at hawaiisportsradio.com um, a little later in the day or uh, wherever you get most podcasts. As it's Yeah, it's been quite fun lately. Um, we talked a lot of basketball, but is there any other sport that you like besides basketball like to just maybe either keep up with or watch whenever you have time 
Yeah. Well, like I said, I grew up um, playing baseball. And so the first, you know, 15 years of my 15, 16 years, I was playing baseball. And um, so I still follow baseball really well. Our associate head coach, John Montgomery, is a huge, like the biggest Giants, San Francisco Giants Mm -hmm. fan. And I'm not as into it as he is, um, but I, I grew up a Giants fan also. So. I remember going to the 2010 World Series games, Ooh. and um, that was the first one that they won, and following them. So I do follow the Giants really closely. I follow the rest of Major League Baseball. Um, the NBA, my team has always been the Warriors. I'm not a bandwagon like, oh. um, fan growing up in the Bay. <laughs> I, I remember going to games. My aunt and uncle um, are still season ticket holders, but I would go with them. You know, the Mont... Uh, Monte Ellis, Baron Davis, Jefferson. Um, okay, okay, you're so, a real fan. Uh, yeah, I was going to those games back at Oracle, and it, it was still packed back then, the best fan base in the country, so um, back when they were in Oakland. So, yeah, go, follow the Warriors very closely. Um, follow the rest of the NBA. My One of my best friends, Garrett Jackson's a coach for the Celtics. Um, mm-hmm. And then Patty Mills um, was a player at St. Mary's, and I follow him very closely over in Brooklyn, and Matthew Delvadova was a player at St. Mary's. I follow him at uh, Sacramento. So I follow the NBA probably the most. Mm-hmm. And so, like you said, Warriors fan. And it's so, it's so funny when you talk about bandwagon fans because back in the day, the Warriors used to play the Lakers here. And at that time, the Lakers were like the team because that was when Kobe was there, Shaq. And every na- once in a while when I run into like people that are Warriors fans, and I'm always like, I just try to like ask them just to kind of see. It's like, oh, did it like, you must have been stoked like to go watch them play the Warriors when they or the Lakers when they were here. And then most of the time they're like they, no they played over here. I was like, <laughs> ha, I got you. I knew it. <laughs> that's I, a good way to do it. Exactly. It, it's kind of to... subtle, right? But you're so you kind of know how long someone has been a fan. And I just, you know, I've always loved basketball. My dad loves basketball, so that's why we would go to these Lakers games and just yeah, really loved watching the NBA. I'm a Orlando Magic fan, so I told, I was joking with um, Kyle the other day because the Magic are starting to kind of turn around and, mm-hmm. you know, Paolo Banchero is really finding himself and I'm just going to, if they really start being good, I'm just going to be ob- obnoxious because <laughs> 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 they've so been, what we'll be talking about on the show is yeah, the Orlando yeah. Magic. <laughs> They'll be bad for so, <laughs> they've been bad for so long, you know, it's been a while since the, the Dwight Howard days that I, I'm just going to be obnoxious if they really start to turn it around. Um. So, okay, so you're a Warriors fan. If we look at, obviously, you guys are going to be playing on Christmas in the championship game so <laughs> of the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. But, never been done before. Yeah, but if you were off, there's quite a, a big slate, actually. Two, four, five games happening on Christmas. You got the Sixers, Knicks, Lakers, Mavs, Bucks, Celtics, Grizzlies, Warriors, and the Suns and Nuggets. So aside from the Warriors game, which game would you really want to see or are interested in? Say them one more time. Do so the you have, one more time. Uh, Sixers, Knicks, yep. Lakers, Mavericks, Bucks, Celtics, uh, Grizzlies, Warriors, and then the Suns and Nuggets. The definitely the Celtics game. Um, I'll be tuned in for, but the probably the Suns game also hmm. looks like it would be a pretty good game. All the Christmas NBA games are awesome. Um, I just I love the NBA Christmas deal and um, how they always have their games all day long. And um, so yeah. So I'll be tuned in. The only crazy thing is that this is because Christmas happens to fall on a Sunday. So now they're 
competing with in a way with yeah with the NFL. So yeah. I'm sure they're they're thrilled about that. <laughs> Considering I mean you know they always have to put LeBron on the Christmas games, but the Lakers are measly like 13 and 18 and not the most exciting team to watch. Yeah, there'll so. be a lot going on on Christmas this year, sports wise. Usually the Diamond Head has you know kind of one of the only things with the NBA going on. But yeah, you have all football on Sunday and football. And by the way, I know I do need to mention again. This Dom can t- sit this one out <laughs> because we'll, we'll talk a little bit about um, some lines with the NFL games coming up. Up, I actually kind of like some of the dogs uh, this weekend. I'm looking at the Texans and Titans game specifically. The Titans favored by three, but I don't know. This Texans team has been very interesting to watch as they took Kansas City to overtime and almost beat the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. So um, my pick last week hit so I think that's going to be my pick this week is that the Texans will cover and you know what if you're going to have a little fun maybe I'd sprinkle a little bit on the money line just to kind of see no Ryan Tannehill and yeah I don't know I'm going out there for for the underdogs and some of the other ones that I saw and I'm not too confident about but some people are thinking the Bears could cover the eight against the Bills just because the weather, well, I guess both are cold weather teams, but even the Bears have been kind of the surprise. But if you guys know me, I do not really indicate anything uh, when it has my team is in the game. So take that how you must. But that's kind of been the, um, <laughs> what, what some of the other people have been saying, and I'm kind of buying into it. Anyway, so just had to make a little note of the NFL picks as that's kind of our staple here on this show. Well, we've got a few more minutes left. Dom, thank you for joining us today. I hope Thanks you had fun. It's been great. It's been a long time since I've been on the radio, so um, it's great to be back. Again, we're going to have to maybe get you a, a show in the off season or something. You never know. I don't think you told everyone what your awesome show name was. Full Court Press. <laughs> it was full court press. So, yeah, like I said, we talked mostly St. Mary's and NBA basketball, college basketball. Um, yeah, so it was, it was a lot of fun. And and they were official because you even had Twitter. Yep, we had a Twitter, <laughs> yeah, but Twitter page. page. With a huge following. <laughs> <laughs> Just like on this show, we have a million and I forget what is what number we're at. A million and four and a half or something like that. There that, you go. Which I just, okay, I got to tell this funny story, and we have a couple of minutes left. Um, I guess a million and five and a half. So I don't know if I was completely hearing something yesterday. But so in the VIP area or the hospitality room at the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic, um, that's where go eat and stuff. And I swear, as I was walking out, but there's kind of like this curtain, so I couldn't really see. I swear I thought I heard someone say as I was walking out, like, I was like, I thought I heard... Some say, I'm your biggest fan. And then I turned around and I'm like, I didn't see anyone. And but I think he was like kind of behind like the curtain area. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, huh? And then I like just kept walking. And then he's like, I listen to your show every oh, day. Nice. So if you were that person, um, and I wasn't just hearing things. I'm sure he's listening right yeah, now. Yeah, if you're listening right now, uh mahalo for listening and hopefully yeah, I wasn't hearing things or you weren't trolling me. And <laughs> Maybe we'll see you tonight in the at the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. But I just thought that was a funny story to share because I don't know, maybe 
or who knows, I could have just, you know, I had a couple of beers in and maybe I was just <laughs> hearing the, the angels were talking to me. I'm your biggest fan. That's awesome. <laughs> but every now and then um, we do meet people that, that listen and yeah, we're so appreciative of everyone for tuning in. Don't forget, you can also tune in coming up a little later uh, this afternoon. We have Los Angeles Clippers basketball taking on the Sixers. Uh, broadcast time is 1 o'clock p.m. Game time is at 2. And then, so you can listen to it on your drive all over the place. And it doesn't conflict with tonight's UH game. So there you go. And then tomorrow, we have the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles. Broadcast time is 1045 right here on Hoy Sports Radio Network, 95.1 FM and AM 760. Uh, what are your... You know, any last final thoughts or words for, for our audience, Dom? Um, come support tonight, 7 o'clock in the stand at Friday night against the Pac-12 school. So let's pack it out and support the great group yeah. we have. And Sunday, because we'll be in the championship game. And Sunday in the championship game. <laughs> I'm throwing it out and speaking it into existence, into the universe, because, you know, we're, we're everyone's going to show up. We talked about just everyone being on it. And, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. And I always joke that... You know, if anything, people can be entertained at how nutty I get on the sidelines. So, right across from our bench, exactly, we, we <laughs> get a little crazy. But it's it's so much fun. I love going out and supporting the basketball team. But yeah, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. For Dom, I'm Kule Agbayani. Merry Christmas. Bye. Your brand new home for OIA Athletics, KGUAM, K236CR, Honolulu is the Hawaii Sports Radio Network.